that one belief eliminated from your brain could change the course of your reality. Would you want that? It's not for everyone, only the brave. Those who want to own their life like the powerful leaders they were born to be. A pivotal moment can change everything. Now, here's the host of Crossroads to Awakening show, Wendy Paquette. Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to the Crossroads Awakening Show. I'm your host, Wendy Pocket, a holographic mind reprogrammer, and I help women at stuck in their crossroads awaken to their true selves and change the world from where they stand. Because I believe as a high-frequency human, how you see your life is a direct reflection of the programs etched into your brain and can easily be shifted when you see your truth for exactly what it is. So if you want to find out more about that, you can find me on my website at wendypocket.com. But feel free to jump in anytime. If anyone's here with me, pop into the chat room, find us uh, on the phone calls there. You can call in from Canada, 1-613-800-8736, or from the United States, 1-815-880-8255, and I would love to have a conversation with you. We can talk about our show today, which is Assimilating Earth Miracles in the Here and Now. Whew, that's a huge statement, I realized. Even when I put the title in, when I decided to do it, it was like, wow, this actually intrigues me in so many ways. So I thought what I could do was break it down into small, digestible pieces so that we can understand it a little better and perhaps see what assimilating an earth miracle in the here and now actually means. So hello, everybody in the chat room. Thanks for coming in. Um, right now, I want to break down the word assimilate. Like, what is that? We're going to take us all the way through in bite-sized chunks to see what this actually is, this assimilating an earth miracle, because it feels like something that we kind of need right now. Because in our world, to me, frequency is everything. And the higher you are, the lower frequencies can drop off. So keep getting higher and everything will change. So to me, assimilate, well, not even just to me, from the dictionary, is to take in and understand fully or to absorb and to integrate. So to take in and understand fully. Earth is obviously our planet in which we live in the world. And a miracle, according to the dictionary, says it's a surprising and welcoming, welcoming event that is unexplicable by nature or scientific law, therefore considered to be the work of divine agency. Another definition there is a highly improbable or extraordinary event, a development or accomplishment that brings very welcomed consequences, and also an amazing product or achievement or an outstanding example of something. So what's really amazing about that is in the book, A Course in Miracles, if anybody has read it or hasn't read it, you really, really should. A Course in Miracles calls a miracle a shift in perspective. I mean, a shift in perspective is a really, really simple way to look at it. And it sounds almost too easy <laughs> because you can have a shift in perspective in anything. But when it really matters, when they call it a miracle, is when something that seems like it's completely impossible turns into something possible. And that can happen just in your mind. So I liken myself to be a holographic mind reprogrammer. And I know that everything begins in your mind. And it's from experience and from interesting things that have happened to me. But everything that reflects in your outside world is 
an exact program that is running in your mind that you're seeing. And so if everything in your mind is a program and you're seeing it in the outside world, when you don't like something, what do you think you can do about it? You can change it completely. You can change the perspective, which changes the program in how you see the world. And so that's my experience of an earth miracle, something that can be changed in your mind that reflects in your outer world that makes it look completely different. So what I thought is maybe I'll give you an example of an actual uh, earth, I call it earth miracle that occurred to me. And it was years ago, I found myself over the course of like, oh gosh, many years being slowly allergic to everything. I mean, it started out with allergies, maybe to gluten or dairy, and then it moved into other things. As I learned, because of those allergies, I learned about um, chemicals and things in the food and the, you know, in the, and, uh, in the water we drink and the air we breathe and all that stuff. So I started learning about that and I became increasingly allergic to more things. <laughs> Ironically, I was allergic to then certain types of meats, then some vegetables started showing up weird. I mean, when I say allergic, I mean sneeze my bloody head off, <laughs> have an itchy throat, itchy tongue, like, you know, all those kind of crazy things. And it kept getting worse. And even though I was learning about these allergies and I would cut all these things out of my reality, I was like, the dust mites was cause asthma to kick in. So that was a house thing, like molds, all those. It just kept getting more and more crazy. And one day I remember I was in the kitchen and I, I broke down in tears because I realized that even when I drank water, I started to get like an itchy tongue. And I started to cry because I thought, oh, my gosh, I am going to be allergic to everything. Everywhere I look, I see something that I'm allergic to, and it's causing me to not be able to eat or now drink anything. And I literally had created, and I say created, I'll talk about this later, um, asthma in my world to not be able to breathe because I was then fearing the air that we were breathing. I was looking about where we were living. Um, I live in Ontario, Canada, the most southwestern part of it, and across Across the water, there is uh, a nuclear plant. And I just kept thinking about the stuff that I was breathing, potentially within the water. Then what's in my vegetables, because I'm eating them that have been, you know, fueled and grown by this water. And so it got really crazy. Needless to say, I, I had a miracle moment when I went to reach for a glass. I'll never forget this day. I stood in the kitchen with my hand on the cupboard, ready to open it to grab a glass out. And I realized that I had created all of these allergies. It was in a split second it came in because the programs in my mind created the allergy. I was afraid to eat anything. Therefore, my body decided, okay, that's a great program, Wendy. So you're not going to be able to eat anything now. I'm like, I'm afraid to drink the water because what if it has chemicals and chemicals could hurt me? So then I started having a reaction to the chemicals because my body would then say, don't, don't drink that because, you know, something bad is going to happen. So little by little, I had shut myself off from everything. And when I realized that I had been doing that all along, that split second at the cupboard to get a glass caused me to have a shift so powerful that all of those allergies disappeared. 
because I thought if I can think that it can hurt me and look for the evidence that it will, I can also think that it's not going to hurt me because my decisions will shift that and that I'm still alive. So clearly I'm not going to die from it. And that was the moment that my life changed with food. Instantaneously that shifted in my head. I kind of began to giggle. I grabbed a glass I grabbed myself a glass of water and instantly went to the things that I thought was I was allergic to before where I would have an actual allergic response and I ate it and I drank it and nothing happened. Nothing happened. And the the interesting part was I knew nothing would happen because in that moment at the cupboard, that perspective in my mind shifted so powerfully that I knew that I had done it, that I had made that program true. And I was living the evidence of it every single day. And therefore, if I could decide that was true, that it was going to hurt me, I could also decide that it was true, that it wasn't. And so, therefore, that opened up this massive opportunity for me to see my life differently. And to me, that was a miracle, honest to God miracle, going from not being able to eat anything at all, probably near starving myself, to not even being able to drink anything and being afraid to go outside because of the air to embracing everything and really appreciating and being in gratitude for everything in such a different way. And to me, that was an earth miracle. So where are you seeing your life in that you feel like you're trapped? Just like I trapped myself in all of these allergies at the time that I couldn't have. I mean, I love food, I really do. But I trapped myself in thinking that everything was going to hurt me in some way. Even the good stuff was going to hurt me, right? Um, where are you trapping yourself in your life? Is it with your business? Not generating enough money. You don't know where to head now, especially in these times that we're in. It's, it's incredibly scary thinking that you're the one that's in charge. And if nothing's happening, what would happen, right? Where would you go? What would you do? So um, I see that we have uh, uh Kathleen on the line, maybe, and uh, I believe it's Kathleen, let's see, or Karen, or Catherine. Oh, it's Kathleen. Bring her on in. Hello. Miracles. Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's well. It's so nice to be on. Yay. Well, we're talking about assimilating earth miracles in the here and now, and I was just explaining how I created my own earth miracle in the moment with using my mind. Is there something that you've done in your world that you would consider a miracle? Oh, things that have happened around. Well, I have a question. I can answer that, but I have a question for you on that. But back up just a second on that. Okay, so when you talked about miracles, uh, I used to think that miracles were based on the creation of a miracle, the creation of something. But then when I heard you talk about it, the shift in possibility, it sounded like the definition really was more about the shift in possibility to believing that it is possible would be the miracle. Yeah, a shift in perspective, right? Yeah. So the def- so it wouldn't always def- have to be the action. No, not at all. Um, your shift in perspective happens firstly in your mind because everything comes after that, right? Everything happens from what you've decided to be true, which for me it was, thinking I was like, I was allergic to everything and everything was going to kill me, basically, to realizing that I, I decided that, that that was going to happen based on information that I was listening to, reading, watching. And then 
shifting it to I've decided that, therefore I can change it into something else. And that's what creates that miracle. Because going from not being able to eat or drink anything to being able to eat or drink everything, to me, is an absolute miracle, right? But I started in my head first. Did I answer your question? Yeah. Yeah. So I've had all kinds of examples of miracles, but I think probably the first one is when I was with my uh, youngest son when Andrew was born, and uh, he was really, really sick. And there were a lot of people around us that that kept telling us to brace ourselves because he probably wasn't going to make it. And he just surrendered and said, no, he's going to make it. He's going to be fine. And to really believe that and then to see it when it unfolded, he's great now. He's ornery. Uh, But to see him so (laughs) healthy and happy now and know that every single choice along that line was truly a miracle. There's absolutely no reason he should be alive today uh, by all laws. So how does that, but he is. What changed, what caused you to choose to believe that he would be okay? I didn't want the alternative. Do you feel like that was willing? Uh, Well, and, and just surrendering to, I'm not in control, but, seen in my vision and for my life, he was a, a strong part of that. Did you ever have a moment where you didn't believe it? You know what? I'm, I think what we're going to do is we're going to, we're going to save that response for the end of the break. <laughs> I mean, till we come okay. back to the break, because I feel like this is a really powerful thing. When you look at the situation that you are in, when you're, you're faced with your son's life or death, being in front of you, that's when you pray for a miracle. And so I think the answer to you, to that question is going to be extremely powerful on the other side of this, right? So I want everybody to hold tight and uh, give us a moment to have this beautiful break and think about what miracles are arriving in your world or what are you faced with every single day that either A, you pray for a miracle, you want a miracle, or you would like to see something differently. And let's turn it into a miracle. Let's see it differently so that you can actually have exactly what it is you're looking for. Because I believe it's possible. I truly do. I 100% believe it's possible. So it's going to be time for our first break at the show now. And when we, we return, we're going to talk to Kathleen and she's going to tell us what exactly it feels like to be in the position where a real true miracle gets to happen. So you've been listening to the Crossroads to Awakening show, and we will be back in just a few seconds. Onward and upward, this is a conversation that... If you could wave a magic wand and have your life be anything you wanted it to be, what would it look like? Professional dancer, CEO of a multi-million dollar earth-conscious company, a screenwriter with top billing shows, and ultimately have the boldness to move about the world without emotional blocks standing in your way, therefore having the confidence to achieve anything you put your mind to. That's what Wendy Paquette knows is possible for you. The first step is understanding why you don't believe it too, or why you do, and yet haven't created it. Put on your possibility goggles and join Wendy now, because you're at the crossroads to awakening. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. 
professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world, knowing your voice matters, and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Hey, everyone. This is Crossroads to Awakening radio show with your host, Wendy Paquette. To participate in the program, call in the U.S., 815-880-8255, Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now back to the program. I just can't wait to get back in here. These the commercials are too long for me. So welcome back. You've been listening to the Crossroads to Awakening show. I'm Wendy Pocket. We've been discussing uh, assimilating earth miracles in the here and now, and we're currently talking to Kathleen. She's talking about the moment that she realized that her son was in a life and death situation just as a baby, right? Uh-huh. Just as a baby. Yep. And what did you feel in those moments? And I want to know, if you ever felt like in a that that he wasn't actually going to live uh, I think it was only one time where I really felt like he wasn't going to live and it was uh and he was in the hospital over the course of about 4 months we were in and out and in and out but uh during his NICU stay after he was born we were in he was in the NICU for 9 days and I remember leaving the hospital without him and uh, that night I was, I had to go to the, I got up in the middle of the night, I had to go to the bathroom. And so normal experience, I get to the bathroom and my whole body was just shaking. Uh, and I didn't know what was going on. I yelled at my husband and I couldn't, I couldn't stop shaking. Um, and that was that point of, felt like uh, everything, I was losing control of everything and I had to surrender because it was, uh, there was nothing I could do about it. And so I think at that point I got to give up the space of, it's really not in my control whether he lives or he dies. And I just get to ride the wave and get to be in this space. Um, so before that, there was a piece of me saying, is he going to live? Is he, is he not? I don't know. And then I went into the space of, I don't know. And my commitment is that he's going to live. Yeah. And you know, what I heard you say, Kathleen, is that your pivotal moment of actualizing a miracle, a shift in perspective was surrender. You were in the space yeah. of actually surrendering to the possibility of either way, and you're going to show up powerfully as a mother and and be everything that you could be in the moment so that he could live. Yeah, yeah. and I'll tell you that that happened again uh, when he actually got released from the NICU. The very next day, he was very sick again, and we had to take him back to the hospital. And in that moment, when we got back to the hospital, the nurses took him. Uh, from us, and they wanted to put him back in the NICU, but they they couldn't because uh, once the baby's released from the NICU, he can't go back. And so I watched as the doctors they gave him uh, seven different spinal taps to to pull to see mm. from his back uh, to see if there was fluid or they could do some tests on it, and they couldn't get what they wanted. And he was so sick he didn't even cry. And that was another moment. It wasn't a moment of I think he's going to die, but it was a moment of we can, we can't continue this path. We cannot continue to attempt these spinal paths and I actually put my hands on my baby's back and said no more knowing that in that moment that meant that he might not be with us but that we we didn't have control over this moment and uh, we got to think about this differently 
instead of just continuing down the same path. And that was a real shift in uh, how we treated him and how he went forward. He was really sick. Oh, my goodness. Well, tell me, how is he doing now? How he's ornery and amazing and loud and playful and he's seven and so he's he's loving life. Uh, he's just really happy and he doesn't remember any of that stuff. Uh, and only it just the the book that I just wrote just published like that. We I talk a lot about his experiences and my experience of his experiences during this time. Uh, and he doesn't. He's great. He doesn't realize yeah. what a miracle he is. Uh, and I bet you look at him like that as well, because he's, he's got something that he's shown you that you got to learn from. And I feel, I feel like it's the surrender piece. Cause if you know that you can let go of trying to control everything and surrender to a possibility that there's a hundred percent chance of shift there and every shift yeah. gifts you something that you'd never had before. And for me, what I, what I'm hearing you say is that it's life itself. Yeah, yeah, and just knowing mm -hmm. that it's not my choice whether he lives or dies is out of my control, and so I only have this moment with him. I only have this this space mm -hmm. that anything beyond that, I'm not promised. Yeah, that's a, that 100% is a true miracle for me. I can see how you would look at life differently from this moment forward. Do you take that experience and apply that to other things in your life? Yeah, absolutely. My businesses, uh, I just had a conversation this morning with everything that we're going through from a business perspective. Uh, and my husband and I are in the space right now of do we, one of our, we've got some physical locations and uh, we could use a a new physical location. Do I invest knowing that the entire year people may not be able to show up to that? Mm. So you said you, were, you wrote a book. What? It yeah. sounds like this is a perfect opportunity to share that book with people, especially if you're talking about experiences that have created miracles. Tell us about your book. What is it called? It's called Joy in Uncertainty. Joy in Uncertainty and a Guide to Creating a Meaningful Life. <laughs> it sounds like it's pretty much perfect for these times that we're in right now and speaking right into the show that we're speaking on, like assimilating earth miracles. To me, everything that happens on this earth is a miracle. Everything good, bad, yeah. or indifferent because we're creating it is truly a miracle. So your book just came out. How can we find it? So it is on, uh, it's an ebook. It's through Kindle right now on Amazon. So you can go on to Amazon and oh, find okay. it. The paperback should be coming out in the next couple weeks. Uh, and it's the same title. And that will also be available on Amazon. But right now you can go grab the ebook. Awesome. And what's it called again? Joy in Uncertainty. Joy in uncertainty. Okay, well, I'll be sure to put that in um, on my website and in my Facebook group for the show so that everyone, if they want to read it and see what's possible for themselves, especially finding joy in uncertainty, they can grab your book and um, sit down and settle in and see how you've overcome some of your things. So amazing. So oh, thank you. Um, if, if you want to hold on, you can stay on the line with us for a minute. I see here we have um, a question from Jill. And so I would love oh, to know, yeah, maybe you can support me in, in explaining. Well, I'll, let me look back. I'm going to look back at her questions in here and see what Jill's asking. What is an earth miracle? Ready for earth miracles? Yeah, totally. I'm just reading down through the chat room. 
Okay, where is your question, Jill? What is a holographic uh, mind reprogrammer? That one, is that what we're looking for? And then there's something else about business. So let me, let me kind of circle back just a little bit. Uh, holographic mind reprogram is something that I do, which to me, in my perspective, causes miracles. That's why I love this topic so much. Um, I'm able to see and experience and feel someone else's programs in their mind and their brain that don't align with their soul. And when something doesn't align with your soul, it shows up in a negative way. And negative can be anything, well, I say from neutral and below. So negative being anger, frustration, irritation, um, sadness, all those things. And I'm able to see it, see the frequency of it, and then shift it in a second, in an instant, which when that shifts with someone else, it causes my, what I would like to say is a miracle because it shifts your perspective on what's actually happening, taking a negative and turning it into a positive experience. And how you'll know that is because you'll be able to see it in your reality. You'll be able to, after, after we shift perspectives in my world, you can't even attach yourself to a, the negative emotion that was attached to a circumstance or a frustration that you had. And then you will deliberately see a shift in your world. So that's, that's my work as a, a, a mind reprogrammer. But where you go with your business in this is when you have something that's not working, anything that's not working, it doesn't just have to be about money. It could be about employees that you've hired that just don't seem to be working out. And you're stuck in your head about what do you do now when you know that a person that you hired as a as a, an employee, a trusted employee, is no longer working in the way that you thought they would from the beginning. What do you do if you're really stuck in that space? That that would cause me to ask for a miracle as well because I would have so many things going through my head about, well, what if I hurt their feelings? What if they don't have any money after I let them go to find another, you know, to, to serve their family or to support their family? There's a million things that go through my head. But I know, Kathleen, you're still on here with me. How would you see a shift in perspective if you were stuck in business and you had an employee that you needed to let go of? Now, now in this, I'm speaking right into this coronavirus time that we're in where everyone's on lockdown and where our businesses are changing as quickly as the wind. When you're seeing this now, that's the truth that that's arriving that you probably never gave yourself the time to address before. Have you ever come into or would you be able to maybe speak into something like that where you would have an employee that you, you now realize there's no other choice but to speak to? To speak to about this? letting them go or to speak to about something that you want to shift? Yeah. Well, what would you what would you look at if you've. So I guess it's this way. If you thought, uh, I have a business, I have employees, and one employee I've been ignoring because they're just not working the way I thought, you know, it's just not working out the way I thought it would work out. How could you see that differently? Or what would you look at right now in this moment in time in order to shift your perspective or shift that perspective? Do you have something you could speak to with that? Absolutely. And I, in that case, it's not the corona time, what we'll call this period right now, versus any other time. It's not actually any different. It's just the speed, the speed to which. In a, in a normal time, in a not corona time, 
we typically give ourselves more time to make decisions, but the reality is you can make a decision in two minutes, less than two minutes. But when you're in a, in a case with an employee, I always go back to intention. A lot of us get hung up on the mechanisms, how they're doing the job, what they're doing. And when it comes to employees, what I look at is, are they capable? So do they have the skill set to whatever you were asking them to do? And are they open to it? Are they open to feedback? Are they open to coaching? If either of the answers to your question about where you want to head, so in your vision, where you want to head, and you're looking at this employee, are they the right fit? Are they performing at the right level? It comes back to two questions. Are they capable? And are they open to coaching? And if the answer is no to either of those, then you get to have a hard conversation and make that conversation with ease. If the answer is yes to either of those, then you get to really look at it and say, okay, well, what's the gap then? If, if they have the capabilities but they're not performing at that level or they have the capabilities and they are but nobody's buying, then we get to shift. And so we can go we can, we can go into a lot of conversation on that. But it comes down to are they capable and are they open? And if so, yeah, yeah let's move the business and adjust and keep them on board and figure yeah, out how so you know what I, to pay. I love what you're uh, what you're saying because the moment of shift, and I'm just listening to what you're saying, is not in that I've been ignoring this forever and now I have to address it. Is okay, so I'm going to give myself permission to see it differently, and so to ask and and focusing outward onto the person, asking them, you know, what's going on, asking them the questions that you were you were speaking about, so that you can get more information in order to make better decisions and they can be then more informed as well. It creates a miracle in both sides. One in your perspective on what's working, what's not working with this employee and how you can move forward. And also with them on their side as well. So I see we're, we're coming up to another break here, Kathleen. I really appreciate your input. So I'm going to say, let's talk about this more on the other side of our second break for the show. We'll see you all okay. in a few minutes. <laughs> okay. We'll hold on to that so that we- if you could wave a magic wand and have your life be anything you wanted it to be, what would it look like? Professional dancer, CEO of a multi-million dollar earth conscious company, a screenwriter with top billing shows, and ultimately have the boldness to move about the world without emotional blocks standing in your way, therefore having the confidence to achieve anything you put your mind to. That's what Wendy Pocket knows is possible for you. The first step is understanding why you don't believe it too, or why you do, and yet haven't created it. Put on your possibility goggles and join Wendy now, because you're at the crossroads to awakening. This is Crossroads to Awakening radio show with your host, Wendy Pocket. To participate in the program, call in the U.S., 815 815- 880-8255 Canada 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now back to the program. Hey, welcome back everybody. I was trying not to jump in during commercials because I get so excited. <laughs> You've been listening to A Crossroads to Awakening with me, Wendy Pocket. We've been discussing assimilating earth miracles in the here and now. And we've been speaking with Kathleen. She was telling us in business, when you're looking at shifting perspective, which is what a, a Course in Miracles book says is a miracle, is a shift in perspective. How can you see 
the truth that you're faced with right now in these times, which is I have, an, I have a business, I have multiple employees, but I have one employee that's not actually working out. And I've been ignoring it all this time because it's, pro- it's a hard conversation. And you know what? I just don't have the time to do anything about it. And so she was giving us before the break how we could look at it differently in that there's conversations that get to be had, but there's also information that's brought forward when we're asking questions of ourselves and of these humans that we are are actually employing and how that could look differently. So Kathleen, tell us, can you tell us a little bit more about what you're speaking into? Yeah, so the basics questions of, of when we're looking at any sort of employee relations is, uh, are they capable of what we're asking them to do? And are they open to coaching? So a lot of businesses right now, how they've shown up, how they've, how they've gone to market until uh, the coronavirus happened, is one way and now they're shifting into a new way and so now maybe it's not even a problem employer somebody that's that's been a challenge in the past but now we're saying the role that i've asked you to serve until this date is very different than the role that i'm asking you to serve now it's very different and so in that case it still goes back to the same questions do they have the capability well if i ask them to serve one way before and now i'm asking them to serve in a different way they may have the capability for their former job but they don't have the, the capability for the job that's in front of them Right. And they may be open, but they may not be. And so there's a lot of different factors that we get to look at. That is awesome. And so do you recommend that people, and I, I want you to tell maybe uh, the audience a little bit about what it is that you do so that they can get an idea of why I'm asking you. Because I do, I know you and I know your capacity to support uh, in the corporate space with employees, employers, and, and the like. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you do and then why this perspective is so powerful right now. Yeah, okay, thank you for asking. I'm an executive coach, uh, and I work in the space of leadership uh, and in business with executives and entrepreneurs. And So what I see, uh, I've had businesses for 13 years. I ran an advertising agency for 10 years. My husband and I have three gyms and two martial arts studios. We've got over 160 employees. So we've experienced a lot of different types of businesses. I'm a former CPA. We could go on and on and talk business all day. But the reality is that the world has changed. And we don't know how, we don't know what the new normal is. All we know is that right now, the, the moment that we're living in is our new normal. So what will happen in May or June or whatever that date is will be very different than what even could happen in the fall. And so now we're being asked to project our visions for the future and build to that point instead of building to where we're at right now. And that's a really big challenge for a lot of people to forecast into the future and build their businesses to that point versus building what's right in front of us right now. Mm-hmm. So I see there, there's many ways that I see business and miracles in this reality right now because of what's actually happening. Because on the outside, it looks as though there's a lot of, you know, internal panic happening in the the spaces in every which way that we look at it, because this the uncertainty of what's going on is just that it's uncertain. So there's some people looking into like fear and panic, and there's some people looking into possibility and shift in pivot is the word of the day uh, into something new. So that's why I feel like your a conversation with you is so important right now, looking at how you know what, it's a moment of miracle for your business. 
it's a business miracle now in that you get to shift your perspective and change the way you see what could occur based on what you're faced with right now. And all the things you've ever wanted up until this moment is exactly what you get to choose and be because there's no better time like right now. This is an experience of a miracle when you can shift that, right? Go ahead. Uh, what were you I saying? Know, I have a friend who has, I have a friend who's got lots of money, millions, millions of dollars. So uh, when we say that we're in this, that he doesn't have cash, it's not true. He's got plenty of cash. But in his mind, it's all going to go away. And maybe it is, maybe it isn't. No, who knows? But in his mind, it's all going to go away. And so with this, when this came down where his business had to close its physical location, he fired all of his employees. Didn't even think oh. about how his business could be different. So when, when we made the decision, uh, we were asked before, we were the first ones to close in, the, in uh, the state. We were the first ones to close. And we had a friend that called us and said, would you consider a physician? He said, would you consider closing your businesses for one week? And before that moment, not even considered it. Didn't even think it would be a, a reality. And he explained flattening the curve and why that was possible. And so we called up our team and within two minutes decided, yeah, we're going to surrender here. We were talking about earlier, we're going to surrender and move our businesses into a virtual environment. We had no idea what that meant, but within 12 hours, moved them over into a virtual environment. And then, so think about this, my friend that I'm telling you about, who's got plenty of cash, fires, doesn't furlough, fires his employees, tells them they'll be better off on the unemployment line, not, and his business is shut down. His business could easily have been shifted, but right now he's oh, sitting in his pity. And so now <laughs> the reality is that cash may get absorbed. Like he may use it all because he's not thinking. So from a leadership perspective, he's not in a leadership. And now here's the big question. What happens when these businesses that furloughed or fired their employees ask for them to come back? Where's the trust? Yeah. Yeah, really, you think truly. Those employees are going to be I'm loyal. Like team development and leadership is going to be a real big issue here. It is right now. It's going to get even bigger. Productivity is going to drop. Oh yeah. Well, they're going to they're going to be feeling on the other side that yes, I want my job back, and the next time there's something crazy that happens, I'm out again. So the fear that it creates inside of your employees of uncertainty, as opposed to you know when someone's standing in their leadership, and I know we use that word a lot, but standing in their power and standing in looking at perspective and seeing what could shift so that we can all, as a team, a company, shift with the times so that it can become something different. That's an extreme difference from firing everyone to finding ways to make it work so that you can all move forward, right? And here's the number one question that's going to be asked a year from now or six months from now or whenever, whenever we're in our new normal, number one questions that's going to be asked by a potential employee to an employer when they're in the interview process. Number one question right here is, what did you do when the coronavirus happened? Yeah. Move forward in your business. That'll be asked. And how you choose to respond right now, how the leaders are choosing to respond will direct whether that person says, yes, I want to work with you or not, because it'll flip. And that'll be the number one question. And when you say, when that person that had millions of dollars in the bank, or that they did or didn't, when they say, well, you know, I furloughed all my employees or I let them go, but I hired them all back and we're moving forward stronger than ever. The person that said, I figured it out, is the person that will have the choice. Whether that person, even if the salary is lower 
it won't matter. It'll be about who kept their employees top of mind, who supported their employees, who led their teams through this. Those are the ones that will have the pick of the employees. Yeah, totally. So, you know, when you're saying that, I'm I'm seeing like across the globe, that's going to be a conversation that not a lot of people have most likely thought about. (laughs) Is what did they do? Yeah, we're short term. Then, yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. And so, so, and so, so some people. What have about your family's decisions? Yeah. What was that? Totally. Uh, no, I was going to say I, I was just looking at the same thing. Like, it's not. It doesn't just affect your employee employer relationship. Um, that trickles down to your family, right? Every employee's family yeah. will have the elastic effect of what occurred in that moment, and and. When you're looking at it, what did you source for yourself to experience that piece? Like I, I put myself into, okay, as what you're saying is the person who sourced the being fired in that moment also looks at life most likely in a black and white way themselves, as opposed to someone like yourself who would be willing to shift and pivot and move everything, This the employees sourced you as an employer in that way. So you get to look at it from sure. the perspective. What do I believe that's going to show up for me in this reality now? What program is in my head? What have I decided is true for me that I'm going to see evidence of in front of me where I have an opportunity to live my life as it is because I'm happy or comfortable or differently because I do not like it because that that's occurring everywhere now as well. What I have never had a moment in my life where I looked around me and saw how everyone's faced with all their crap. (laughs) It's everything that they chose to ignore before decided they were going to be busy to, you know, not actually see any of it and not have to deal with any of it. And now because they're quarantined in their homes, managing themselves, they are faced with all their crap. And what a beautiful thing, because when you're faced with all of that stuff, you now have an opportunity to shift it into something that you really like. And so it's no longer going to be that crap that you don't deal with. It's going to be something that you can appreciate. And I mean, cleaning out your closets is one thing, but cleaning out your relationships and your life and your mind is critical right now. It's critical because as you were saying, when someone asks you the question, what did you do during, you know, the coronavirus time, the answer gets to be profound and it gets to be true for you. So for me, I feel more inspired than I've ever been. I feel more present than I've ever been. I also feel busier in the fact that I'm doing things I should have done before and never did. And that's massive. That's a massive space for me because so much is actually getting done where I would sit in the space of being this all the time and not actually doing in that that be, do, have space. I was stuck in the being, right? I'm a doer, but the being space is where I, I like to be. So I pull, I know I pulled that all the way through from business to family to personal, but it does affect everyone. It's not just in one space. What you're seeing somewhere is what you're seeing everywhere in, in that who you're being in one way, you're being in every way, right? And that goes from your employees or your employers, your friends, your relatives, your neighbors. I mean, right in your own house, household and who you see in the mirror. You really get to face the truth of what's actually happening and how those things aren't like curses if you don't like them, but blessings in disguise. Because 
that miracle that we're speaking of, that earth miracle is happening on this earth in this now from your mind, in your life, in your space. And the shift in perspective is how you can see it differently. How you want to see it and then stepping into like that way of being or having support, finding your way to someone like myself or, you know, or you, Kathleen, or someone who can actually stand in front of you, be honest and true and give you feedback about what you're saying so that you can actually have what you've always wanted. I feel that's truly, truly critical in this moment and so possible and so here right now, right now. So, goodness gracious, this has been like the most amazing experience ever. Sometimes you just don't know where things are going, and I really, really love it. So we're going to be off to our our third break for the show, and I really, really am excited to see um, closing out what this could look like, and I believe we have one person and one more person on the line who gets to ask a question. So until then, let's see what's possible for all of you. Perhaps we go to a break. If you could wave a magic wand and have your life be anything you wanted it to be, what would it look like? Professional dancer, CEO of a multi-million dollar earth conscious company, a screenwriter with top billing shows, and ultimately have the boldness to move about the world without emotional blocks standing in your way, therefore having the confidence to achieve anything you put your mind to. That's what Wendy Paquette knows is possible for you. The first step is understanding why you don't believe it too, or why you do, and yet haven't created it. Put on your possibility goggles and join Wendy now, because you're at the crossroads to awakening. This is Crossroads to Awakening radio show with your host, Wendy Paquette. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now back to the program. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. You've been listening to A Crossroads to Awakening with Wendy Pocket. Um, I just want to let you know, if you've been enjoying this conversation, enjoying this, this topic, or want to know more about what uh, you can do working with me or want to uh, even see what else I've been up to, uh, please go to my website. It's wendypocket.com or find me on Facebook at Wendy Pocket. Uh, there's a page on there. There's tons of stuff in there that we can work on from um, asking questions and talking into business, talking into relationships and just seeing a perspective differently. Please um pop by and see me and send a private message. I would love to have a conversation with you. So I want to just thank Kathleen for being on there. I know that she's believes she's muted at the moment, but I want to say thank you for all your perspectives. And I will put all your stuff in the show notes about how to find your book right now. And I would like to bring on Jill. She's uh, another caller that's in the mix there and see what she has to ask today. Hey, Jill. Hi, Wendy. Wow. Thank you so much. I am loving your show. Uh, You are just so vibrant and full of life. I can just feel all of your energy over here in Maui. And um, I'm really inspired um, by your first guest, Kathleen. I can't wait to read her book. And um, I'm excited to learn more about your work. I mean, this holographic reprogramming, it just, it's so fascinating to me. And 
you know, I'd like to dive a little bit deeper in the concept of like shifting your perspective. Like, how do we do that? I mean, you, you make it sound so easy. Like when you were giving that example of going up to the water and like, just, ju is it just a choice or really what is it? Yeah, I love that question. Thank you so much, Jill. I so appreciate you popping on with us and sharing that. Um, and I love having you here, especially with your questions. It, questions open up possibilities just in that space. So, you know, it can be as simple as just changing your mind. It really can. I mean, I've, I've shifted a lot of things and everything from something that I thought was going to be really difficult like the whole allergy thing that that was an incredible moment for me shifting my allergies in that very instant and it was literally a moment of shifting my mind shifting my perspective and making a choice to actually look at it differently and then choose to be that choose to believe myself and like you know what if i can if i can see it as something that's going to harm me i can also see it as, some, as something that you know will support me and when i chose to have it harm me it did and so, therefore, in my mind, I thought, okay, if I choose to have it not harm me, then it's not going to be. It gets to be true in that sense. So some things, yeah, absolutely, they're a decision and a commitment made to you. So what I mean by that is seeing what's in front of you, if it's something that you don't like or don't want, then give yourself permission to see it differently and then choose the different perspective choose it and commit to experiencing it even if you don't know what it's going to look like but that mere perspective can cause you to step into it and let the other piece go and it's a, a subtle movement of choice and experience and just allowing yourself to walk into it other times there can be bigger things in the way that come from spaces in our mind that we didn't even know was there We've been living these programs over and over and over and over our whole lives. Usually these programs are created when we're kids, when we're really little. We've seen something or heard something. We've decided that whatever we heard, we make it up and we make it true. And then we have no choice but to live through that program and see it everywhere we are as truth until we can identify it. And somehow that's when I come in. I've been given the ability to actually see and transmute these frequencies, these programs in your brain. And that that's a whole nother show right in itself. Um, but I had an enlightenment experience that gifted me the ability to see and feel those blocks, those mind programs that aren't working for you, that don't line up with, with source and shift them. And therefore you have that instant miracle. But it goes from one end of the scale to the other. And what it looks like, you won't know until you experience it. So for yourself, if you wanted to try and, I, I don't even say try, if you wanted to experience how you can shift things, then face yourself with the things that you don't want. Really look at your life and go, this isn't working. How can I see it differently? And literally look at the opposite maybe of what you're looking at. And then make the simple choice of going, you know what, I'm committed as hell to, to experiencing this. So I believe, and, and these are words that I truly think are supportive. I believe that new perspective is true and I want it and I want it now does that does that support you in seeing that yeah yes? it does thank you yeah definitely and now I get to apply it to business right and just I, I think that you know I've been working on launching a new business offering and then obviously with everything that's happened in the world 
you know, it's kind of like impacted that and it's kind of given me permission to just kind of hold back. But I think that applying what you're teaching here today, you know, gives me a new permission to, to you know, shift my mindset and to, to charge forward even, even in, you know, um, even in these times. Yeah, for sure. I mean, believe me, I'm here to support you. Like, reach out for sure. And give yourself permission to be powerful now. I mean, now is when the world needs these miracles. Because you're not only just shifting you, when you shift perspectives into higher frequencies, which work with you as source, you are changing everything around you. Everyone around you, every circumstance and experience that comes anywhere near you or has anything to do with you, you're shifting that as well. So you don't, you're not just shifting it for you. You're shifting it for the world. And if everyone chose to go from what's not working to what's working for them, their joy level would be amped up, their experience would be different, and their frequency would be higher, and this world would change really quickly, really quick, really quickly. So you can really give yourself to experience and be in your own miracle right now because this is exactly what we all need. So thank you so much oh, for popping in here. Thank you so here. much. So I can't wait to uh, hear more from you. Pop over and, and message me inside of Facebook, and let's have more conversations. And I'm going to get back. We only have less than two minutes left of the show. I would like to give you a few extra things um, on your way out to close off the show today. It's been such a great conversation, assimilating Earth miracles in the here and now. There's, there are miracles everywhere you look. There are miracles inside of your household happening every single day in the joyful spaces of your home. When you look into, even on social media, you can see the the most fun experiences of miracles in people's families as they, you know, create fun memes together, do dances together. They are experiencing people healing, people changing, people coming together. Those are miracles and they're bringing people closer together in connection. They are changing people's lives. And next week, we're going to dive deeper into more of my story and exactly how I can see these frequencies and what it does to change them in your reality and how fast that happens. Because it is instantaneous in your mind, in your frequency, that shift. And I can support you in getting there. And we're going to talk about exactly how. So thank you so much for coming. I really look forward to seeing you or hearing you next week seeing you in the chat room and having these conversations with Crossroads to Awakening. Thank you very much and enjoy the rest of the shows as well on Inspired Point. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Crossroads to Awakening radio show. Wendy Popcat will return next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We look forward to you joining us again. Until then, enjoy your journey.